Hey traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, March 8, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, interestingly enough, we had a narrow ranging day. There was no follow through to Jerome Powell's second day of testimony jerry's testimony from a daily chart perspective we're going to read yesterday's candle as such and here's what's coming forward from us in the way of data that could move the tape so friday we have phony jobs friday so one schematic is they begin to climb the big breakdown candle for a day or so and then all of a sudden on friday they hit them again that's a possibility They didn't really get very far today. They could stay exactly where they are. Another narrow ranging day on Thursday, hit them again on Friday, or begin to climb up the breakdown candle. And that's the trick. We don't know which way it's going to go. Now, here's one concept. You have to be somewhat in the conspiracy theory camp to go with this one. We're going to call this one, and we've done this one before, the conspiracy of the role. What's the role? And it's not the type of role you get in a bakery. It's the role of the futures contract from the March slash H contract into the June or M as in Mary contract. What do we say each and every time this occurs? And it happens once every three months. So what we say is weird stuff happens around the role. Was yesterday one of those weird stuff happens using Jerry's speech or Jerry's testimony as an excuse for a shakeout operation? Remember the big picture. Above the trend line, she's bullish. Below the trend line, she's not. Below the trend line, she turns into Irene. Good night, Irene. Phony Jobs Friday, contract roll, which happens over several days this week. Here's the current futures contract. This is the March expiration contract. Of course, the chart looks the same as the SPY. However, look at the price of the contract going out. It's $39.95 plus shipping and handling. There's your bid and ask, $39.95. Here's the incoming contract, the futures expiration June contract, ESM23. What's the price of this contract? Interestingly enough, 4033 That's a 37-point difference from outgoing to incoming. Weird stuff happens around the roll. The futures contract is higher priced than the current contract. Are we going to get a pop into or on Phony Jobs Friday? Write that down. Put it on a sticky note. Is the 240-minute chart telling us anything material? Well, not really, other than the fact that into the end of the day, they chose, everything's a choice, they chose to recapture the convergence of moving averages on the 240 chart. Now, they're not as important as if price came from afar. However, it's something of note. They were rallying into the close on this 240 chart for a reason. The 120 chart has them going to backtest the 50-period moving average. Any revelation about that? Not really. It just happened to be where the tape stopped. They're trying 
for a rescue operation. When you look at these charts and you see where they are relative to the moving averages, what the interpretation that I come out with is they're trying to stage a rescue and not give up the moving averages. That is the last line of defense in the trend is your friend concept. Hourly chart, one more back test of the 50 period moving average. Also, the last moving average in the line of defense. The short term trend is down. The bulls are trying to turn the tape back in their direction. While we're on the hourly chart, let me point something else out because this is going to play into something we'll discuss in a few moments. Let's focus in on the 618 retracement for now, 398.11. We'll leave a line on the chart for future reference. I want to point something else out because this is all going to come together in a few moments when we go over some stuff from intraday activity inside the numbers. Here's the point. When you take a look at the high and you take a look at the low, and if you've taken the course at Lazy E-Mini Trader, you'll notice that this tail here was an on-time type of situation. It was a normal garden variety retracement, an on-time type of situation. Now check this out. This is a tail candle. Now not all tails are made the same, but for the purposes of this, check this out. So we had the on-time, we had the normal garden variety retrace, they put a tail in and watch this. Now, from the course, and this is just technical stuff 101, unless or until they close a candle below this tail candle, that's still a valid tail candle on time type of situation. Regardless of the fact that they didn't go up right away, that's not the point. Here is the point. There are no accidents nor coincidences in the market. The low of this tail is 396.83. Write that down on a sticky note for a minute. The closing price of this candle that looks like it could have closed below that tail low is 396.84, one penny above the low of that tail. They never closed below. It held and they had some kind of a rally into the end of the day. Interesting information. There are no accidents nor coincidences in the market. I think you'll find this interesting. Let's dig in inside the numbers. So it's hump day, zero dark 30, slight DCB or dead cat bounce. Doesn't mean it was going to hold. It's just what was happening at the time. It's Jerry's testimony 2.0. Now pay attention to some of these numbers. You can read the whole thing, pause the video, and go back to the chart to double check your work. I'm going to point out some highlights. The case for higher prices starts at the bull pivot of 399 50. We think better in pictures, right of the vertical is today's activity. Remember the 398.11. That's going to come into play a little bit later. 399.50 is the what we call bull pivot. They have to get above and stay above in order for the bull case to take over for the next leg higher. They tested it, but they couldn't get through it. It pays to know your numbers. Keep in mind, that was an exit for inside the number and live room members this morning. So above the bull pivot opens the door for another leg. We'll talk about the numbers when we need them. We didn't need them, but we talked about them anyway. You'll see them on the board later. The lower prices case begins at the bear pivot, which is 397.80. Some days we have just one pivot. Some days we have a bull and a bear pivot. 
Other days, we develop a better pivot after the open. We had all of them today. Back to the thinking better in pictures. We're going to lower the 398.11 because our number, which is more important, is close by. So we'll take the lower number as our pivot, 397.80. That's our bear pivot. What that means is that there's going to be a bull bear battle down there. That means that as long as price can stay above, the bulls can maintain price closing above that price level or area. They will try and bounce the tape, and you will see that in the notes. Let's see what we have as the day begins to get underway. Now, right out of the gate, before the opening bell, we're talking about some extremes. There's your 399.50. A spike of 400 is overhead resistance. If they start pushing above, the next leg higher takes price up higher to 401.35. That did not happen. And if they fall, the early look, if they pulled the rug out, we were looking to be buyers around 396 and change. That's for now. Market didn't open yet. 925. Beware of a test of the low, either come up short or spike them through and rip it back in the other direction. And there it is. First they come up short, rip it back in the other direction, then they spike it through, rip it back up in the other direction. This is the low that we're referring to which at the time is yesterday's low. And they do this kind of routine all the time, which is why we discuss it all the time. We talk about it in the live room. We talk about it in the notes inside the numbers. It can be a tradable event. So once they open the bell, you see what kind of tape you have on your hands. 932, 397.80 is support if they fall, give or take. A few minutes later, they did the thing where they come up short and bounce. The give or take thing, it was the give part for now. Still support. Not giving up on that just yet. As long as she stays above 397.80, the door is open for 399.50. Something for everybody. Staying above gives you 399.50. Spike it through gives you a snap back in the other direction. 399.50 still the target. We're moving along. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. 1002, they can bounce the tape anywhere in here down to 396, give or take. There's bounce coming. Traders need to book profit along the way. Above 397.80 is the bull case. And you see this over and over again. It's kind of like pounding the table. As long as they're above, it's the bull case. And here comes your 399.50. Traders long need to take some profit and turn it into a risk-free, emotionless trade. Now, they did come back down. They never went higher, but that was the exit. The risk-free, emotionless part. We had traders in the room that took advantage of it. Traders inside the numbers that took advantage of it. Profits were taken. Nice job. Pause the video. Read the notes. Go back to the chart to double-check the work. It's all in here. I want to point out a few important things each and every day. And those that are interested or already are active in the market during the trading day will double-check the work. Nothing hit from inside the numbers this morning. It was rather quiet. You saw the narrow-ranging day. It's not a trader's paradise from a volatility standpoint. However, USFD came close, about four pennies away, took a rocket ride in the other direction, but officially nothing hit our entry objective. Therefore, all five were off the board. Crowd was the other one. This was a short trade on the board, by the way. The number was 135.80, and the high was 134.96. So they didn't really come close, but you could see what we were looking for. There's your U.S. food holdings, low of day. 
3794. My number, 3790. It came up short. Rocket ride in the other direction. The takeaway, the numbers work. Anything doing over in Camp IWM? Is she telling us anything? Spike through the 50-period moving average. Bounce back, didn't really get anywhere. Nothing doing relative to the prior day's close. So there's no new information in Camp IWM. And we'll resort to, it's all the same market. If they're going to bounce, they're all going to bounce together. Not necessarily to the same magnitude each and every day. But it's all the same market. So big moves, everything moves together. Remember the weekly chart. This is more important than the daily chart. 186.83, where are we on close? 186.60, below that price. That's a secret stealth price. Friday's close is important, not Wednesday's close. What's going on with the folks down at the transportation department? My second favorite market leading indicator, but a number one canary in the coal mine. Last breakup candle low in the sequence is holding thus far. Guess what? If there's any takeaway, it's relative strength against the SPY. Up about half a percent today, not too bad. Remember the weekly chart? This is bullish. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend until your shit gets thrown out the window. What about the Q people? How about relative strength in the Qs? Chart looks different than the rest. The trend is your friend until she throws your stuff you know where. Above that 20-period moving average, the daily chart turns back to the trend is your friend. Up half a percent, like the transport's relative strength against the broader market. XLF, or financials, a little bit of a drip lower today, but not too much. Relative to yesterday's close, they're down a little bit, teetering on the 100-period moving average. If she gives it up on close, it's debatable where she closed today. 34.96 is the moving average. How about right on top of it? No accidents or coincidences. Give it up on close. It opens the door for what we talked about last night down to 34, give or take, or lower. About Smash Mouth. About this canary for the tech sector. Up 2.5% today, above all the moving averages on daily close. And watch this. Remember the weekly chart. We've been watching this one. It's a bullish pattern that's riding the 100-week moving average, the last moving average in the line of defense for the bears. Above that, and this pattern says higher prices are coming. Where are they going? 265 would be the first stop, the first major stop, not tomorrow. Smash Mouth, or the Philadelphia Semiconductor Index, is a pretty good proxy for the tech space as a whole. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I am David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.